This is Podcast Game Show, the first trivia quiz show built exclusively as, well, a podcast. In each episode, we put a new contender to the test. It's season two, and this time, it's all about your favorite social media personalities and experts. Play along and find out what they really know. That's a good question. 20 contenders, four finalists, only one winner. Who will it be? Let's find out on Podcast Game Show. I'm Brandon Biard. Welcome back. I have a really awesome guest today, and she's actually going to be wrapping up the season for us, rounding it out and kicking it off with a bang. I have Jillian Vorse. Jillian, what's up? How's it going, Brandon? I am doing great. And you are in Santa Monica, California. Is that right? What a place to be. That's correct. Uh, how is it there? I love it out here. I just moved out here from the East Coast um, just over a year ago, and I am loving it. It's it's hard to have a bad day when there's sunshine and palm trees, you know? I know. Uh, you are <laughs> lucky. You are one of the lucky few. Where did you come from? Where were you before this? From Boston. Oh, well, that's a hell of a change of weather. It's there. a hell of a change of weather for sure, especially <laughs> after that horrendous winter they had a couple of years ago with the seven or 10 feet of snow or whatever it was. So uh-huh. off I came to Santa Monica. That was Not enough. Yeah, that was enough for sure. We're done with Boston. Jillian is an expert at networking and relationship development. She's worked with uh, a lot of senior level executives around the world. She basically helps them open doors and create opportunities. You can look her up online. She has a TEDx talk titled The Lens of Connectivity and is the author of two books we'll talk about in a little bit. And um, that's pretty much it. Now, Jillian, um, we'll talk more about you. You brought a couple of cool facts. Before we begin, I'm going to tell you kind of what you're getting into here, okay? Fair enough. You're going to answer 15 questions and one final question at the end. Here's the important part. You have three cheats to help you out anytime you want. Twice, you can ask for a hint. If it's a multiple choice question, I'll remove one of the uh, false choices for you. And you can also have eight seconds to Google an answer. Oh, and you are the last contestant of the season here. So after this episode, we've got our playoffs coming. So the top four contestants will come back, face off, and only one of them will emerge with the crown for this season. They will be the undisputed trivia champion. And that's coming up next. So um, really exciting. It's always a really fun thing. So good luck to you. Appreciate it. Yeah. And the grand prize is a year subscription to audiobooks.com. So that was a really cool gift they threw in for the overall winner. So really nice. that's what you're yes. playing for. Yeah. But of course, we really just want to... We're playing for the pride here, right? We're playing for all. <laughs> yes. And I have a yes. feeling you're going to do well. So Jillian, without further ado, let's get into this. Let's go. Level one. Question number one, if you incur surge pricing on your way to the airport, how did you get there? Taxi, Uber, or hitchhike? Oh boy, I've been here more times than I like to say. Let's go with Uber. Uber is correct. All right, we're on a roll. What's the highest surge pricing you've ever gotten from Uber? Do you remember? Um, I think I had a 2.8. Oh my gosh, that's nothing. I have paid 6x. 6x? Six. Oh, I'll be quiet with my 2.8 then. (laughs) It was during Mardi Gras, as you can imagine. It was (laughs) a giant disaster. Sure. All right, you're on the board one for one. Question number two here. The 2018 World Cup is going to be held in Russia. 
But the 2022 World Cup is going to be held in this nation where the temperature can reach 108 degrees during the summer. Is it Saudi Arabia, Qatar, or Turkey? Ah, that's interesting. I think... I think, I think, I think... It's Qatar. I think. Say it one more time. What was it? It's Qatar, I believe. All right. She's guessing Qatar. Oh, and it's Qatar. That's right. Ah, nice. Yes. Yes. Perfect. It'd be a hot one. I might uh, might sit that one out. Yeah, for sure. But we'll, we'll watch it. Oh, I, I, I love it when these big events become huge disasters like that. I'm really excited <laughs> to see the uh, Summer Olympics in Brazil this year. Me too. Me too. I'm a huge fan of the Olympics yeah. and soccer, actually. Excellent. Two for two. Got another pop culture question for you. This band has more number one hit singles on the Billboard Top 100 than anyone else at 20. 20 hits. This should be easy enough without me having to hold your hand. Oh, boy. This is going to be so bad if I don't know this. Uh, So there's no... No. There's no multiple choice on this one? No, there's a little built-in hint at the end. Hold your hand... Oh, Beatles? It's a good thing that wasn't a trick because it was the Beatles. Oh, marvelous. Thank you for for highlighting the hint that was in the question. Question number four. Scientists met in secret recently at Harvard Medical School to discuss the possibility of artificially manufacturing the genome of this species. Gorilla, T-Rex, or human? Oh boy, I don't know. That's a tough one. I should know this one. Um, I can't use a, a Google already. So I guess secret. Well, it's not. I don't think it's. All right. So let's do. Let's use one of my cheats and do a hint. It's early. First round. Your hint is it is not a gorilla. It's either a T-Rex or a human. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess... Um, ah, whatever. Yeah, let's go with it. Just go with humans. Let's go with humans. Going with humans? Let's do it. All right. A roll of the dice. She went with humans over T-Rex. Well, T-Rex would be cool, but it was humans. That's right. T-Rex would just be huge news, I feel like. That would well, that's be awesome. What, yeah, that's what I started thinking about. But the the secret piece, because I know, like I said, Dr. Uh, George, I believe it's George Church, has been doing research on the Genome Project for many, many years. Uh, anyway, so you know, carry on. You know more than me. Um, <laughs> didn't matter. You got it right. Question number five here. And this is the last question, round one. A recent study found that taking acetaminophen, the active ingredient in this common painkiller, may reduce your ability to feel other people's pain as well as your own. Acetaminophen. Is it Tylenol, aspirin, or Aleve? I would say Tylenol. You would say, correct, my friend, it is Tylenol. Marvelous. Yes, there is some study showing that that uh, re- reduces your ability to empathize, possibly. Hmm. 
Interesting. Hmm, that right? is interesting. That is really interesting. Well, I'm going to wipe the sweat off my brow for making it through those first five. <laughs> the T-Rex threw you through a loop, but yeah. you came out with five for five. So let's take a break here for a minute. We'll talk a little bit more about you. So uh, Jillian did a TEDx talk titled The Lens of Connectivity. And you yes. have two books. Are they both ebooks? No, you have one ebook and a one book out, correct? That's correct. Yes. I have, uh, yeah, my first book is actually coming out uh, very soon, uh, about a week and a half away oh, from brilliant. launch. So I'm pretty stoked about that. So that will have, and it's called 2020 Mindsight? That's correct. Yeah. And I will have links to all Jillian stuff in the show notes for this episode, podcastgameshow.com forward slash Vorce, V-O-R-C-E. So check that out. I'll have links to all of it. So tell us about that. What's it about? It's about reinventing your life from the inside out and ultimately about how to create the mindset to then create the life that you want. Most people try to work it backwards or in fact, they end up about halfway through their careers and don't really know why they're so unhappy or spend, you know, there's the other segment, which is the folks coming right out of college, the millennials Mm -hmm. and whatnot who are graduating and know more about, you know, Louis Pasteur or Benjamin Franklin than they know about themselves. So it's about learning, first of all, who we are and how we can connect with ourselves so that we can then, in fact, create success personally and professionally. I, I'm glad that you um, said that because that's really interesting. We've had a lot of social media people on this season and, you know, we have a lot of people who have books about marketing and stuff and that's yes. all great. But this yes. is, I mean, I, I feel it uh, almost more important in some ways because it's more foundational to everybody. What made you want to do that or write this book? Sure. So it's been my story in large part. Um, I was fortunate that um, I was approached by my co-author a few years ago to work on this project with him. Uh, And so it's been a great opportunity for me to be able to work with a seasoned author and see what this process has been. And what's great is that he's very, very different than me in some ways. I mean, he's, uh, you know, I'm 37. He's in his mid 60s. He's a guy, of course. I'm, I'm not. He's straight. I'm gay. I mean, there's so many things that are very different about us. Um, but we come together and share our similarities and our, our viewpoints and experiences and also the differences. Um, social media is one example. He had somewhat of a, a, a I would say, negative disposition towards social media is that, that that kind of mentality of it's taking away from us. It's, it's detracting from, you know, conversation and whatnot. Whereas I would come in and show him how I've been able to utilize social media to create or enhance relationships that otherwise weren't there. It's a, it's a full book. It's 20 chapters. Um, and the last thing I'll say about it that I'm, I'm actually most proud of, aside from the fact that we completed it, um, is it's, uh, <laughs> yes. if you could see my kind of air quotes, it's more than a book. We actually built out an entire back end online. So every single chapter, all 20 chapters, have specific tools and surveys, et cetera, that are designed specifically to help people move the needle. Um, as opposed to just sit and read a book and think about things. It's it's a book designed to, to take action and to do things. So I'm pretty excited about all of it because that is, in fact, the goal is to get people to to grab onto this work and to make a change in their own lives. Awesome. Okay, cool. And we will check that out. It's a, You're on the JillianGroup.com also, Jillian Vorce on Twitter. Correct. So let's talk about which the facts you brought with us today. First off... Um, you have two uh, really cool facts about you. You started <laughs> driving when you were seven. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. That's one of those things where I, I think back and now I've got nieces and nephews that are 
seven and, and, you know, older than seven. And I just can't believe that it's actually true. But lo and behold, it is. Uh, it's because I had a, an elderly neighbor growing up who became my best friend, actually, for, uh, you know, many years until he passed just after I graduated high school. And he uh, had no family. Um, and it began, I don't really know how it began. But all I can tell you is I was seven years old, I learned uh, in a cemetery, he taught me so I he knew that I would go slow and of course not to take out any stones or anything, yeah. <laughs> uh, any headstones. And so by the time I was, you know, eight years old, nine, I'd get off the bus, I'd go pick him up and we'd go run errands and go to the market and whatnot. Um, and so it became just a routine thing that I did. Um, so, you know, it was kind of crazy from there. I, you know, drove on the freeway when I was 13 and whatnot. But um, to kind of put a bow on this crazy story, the most um, kind of bittersweet aspect of it is that he's actually buried in the cemetery that he taught me to drive in. So in a way, it's kind of full circle. So oh, that's a really touching story. That's cool. Yeah. It's cool to yeah. have somebody take interest in you uh, like that and show you some things when you were yes. you know so young. Yeah, um, uh, the know. other quick fact is American Sign Language is your second language, so you can speak in sign language. I can sign in sign language. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not <laughs> yes. speak. Yes, that's yes. correct. <laughs> Yeah, I love I love to connect with people. I love uh, relationships. I love to be able to uh, communicate. Um, so therefore, I've picked up little fragments of many languages. I think six or seven languages, but American Sign Language is my second. That's I awesome. first learned that about twenty years ago now. So it's still uh, it's a community and a culture that I love dearly, and uh, it's a language that's beautiful and. And I highly recommend people learn it, especially if you have children. It's a yeah. great language to teach kids at first. And before we get back into the game, you have a random trivia fact you brought with us today. What is it? I think this is a really good one, and it's timely on the heels of Miss Ariana Huffington's book, uh, The Sleep Revolution. And the random fact is the average person falls asleep in seven minutes. Really? Yeah, we're That's going quick. with the theme of seven today as well. Yeah, seven minutes. It's pretty interesting. It doesn't say how those people, the average person, <laughs> accomplishes that in seven minutes. But nonetheless, the average person falls asleep in seven minutes. I'm jealous of the average person. I wish I could fall asleep <laughs> in seven minutes. Yes. It's like 70 for me. Jillian, let's get back into the game here. You're five for five. Let's go to round two. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, this is an audio question. I am going to play a soundbite of an animal making a no- an animal making a noise. Oh boy. I need you to identify what animal this is, okay? All it's, right. It's either a goat, a pig, or sh- or a sheep. Take a listen. <laughs> That's marvelous. <laughs> that is a hell of a scream. That's what is a hell that? Of a what do you think? We're going goat all the way. All right, lock her in on goat. Good guess. Unfortunately, it's not right. Oh, what? Sheep. That was a sheep. Who the hell would expect you to know that off the wall? That's part. <laughs> yeah, of, that's the nature that's right. of this show. It's a little bit that's of a crapshoot. I got the first one wrong out of the way. So carry on. Yes. Question number seven. What speaker based? Aha. Uh-huh, what speaker based podcast is all about? Among other topics. Technology, entertainment, and design. Oh, one of my favorites. That would be Ted. Not even going to drag it out. It's Ted. You had a TED Talk, so there you go. I did. 2012. It was a great experience. Yes. Question number eight. 
The type of poker played in the World Series of Poker is this variation of the game. It's either Omaha, Texas Hold'em, or Seven Card Stud. I'm going to go with Texas Hold'em. See if it's Texas Hold'em. This is going to be really bad if I get this wrong. I have a friend in the circuit. I should know this. Mm. Well, your friend will be proud because it is Texas. Oh, phew. Boom. Yes. That was was for Igor. I got a point for Igor. Thanks, Igor. Uh, Yes. Technology question. If a blog post is marked TLDR, what does it mean? Too love, dear reader? Too long, didn't read? Or this life, doomed reader. <laughs> doomed reader. No, I'm going to go with option two. Option two, which would be too long, didn't read. I say that to myself about a thousand times a day. Yes. <laughs> or the too long, will read later, but never get to it. Boom, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Question number 10. During the filming of Groundhog Day, Bill Murray had a falling out with this director and longtime friend, and they never worked together again. Dan Aykroyd, Ivan Reitman, Harold Ramis. I think it is... Shoot, it's definitely not Dan Aykroyd. I'm going to go with Harold Ramis. Okay, lock you in. Harold Ramis... It's so sad. It's true. Yes. They oh, never, good. Recently Perfect. passed away. Yes. He played Egon yeah. in the original Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters is a very timely subject right now with the new one out or coming out. I'm excited to see it. Mm-hmm. Yes, me too. And if you're listening to this podcast in the future, we saw it and it was awesome. We saw it. Yeah. <laughs> we recommend you go do the same. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to level number three here. Five more questions to go in the main round. Doing well. Got nine out of ten. All right. Got a couple cheats left. This is another audio question. So I'm going to play you a a soundbite from a previous contestant. She is describing an event. You need to identify what event she is describing, okay? And this (laughs) is Shama Hyder of the Zen Marketing Group. This is a music festival that's held every spring in California, and it attracts Lots of different types of people from different walks of life, including a lot of celebrities. And it is certainly the talk of the town for uh, weeks and months before it occurs. Indeed, she is correct. What's she talking about? She is talking about Coachella. Coachella. Have you been to the Coachella? You know what? I can't believe that I have not, but um, I've gotten as close as can be without actually being there myself. We'll say that. Sounds like a lot. Yeah. Um, Yes. (laughs) Coachella is correct. Next question. Another kind of a music question. What pop duo sings the Macarena? It's either Los Del Rios, Chumbawamba, or La La Rey. I'm going with option A, please. She thinks it is Los Del Rios. And Jillian is correct. Yes. Oh, marvelous. Yes. Thank you for giving that song to us. Kind of, not really. (laughs) Yep. It's more than just a song. It's like my book is more than just a book. That song is more than just a song. There's a whole dance to it. There's a dance. I think of it as a form of a virus, but um, it's there. (laughs) Yes. Next question. 
Transylvania, the home of Dracula, is located in what country? Hungary, Bulgaria, or Romania? Hmm. Romania. Yeah, it's definitely not Hungary. I, I'm going to say Romania. Am I wrong? Watch, it's Hungary. No, I think it's Romania. Oh. Locking you in on Romania. Oh, oh Jillian. You know your Dracula. Oh, right. See, you had me for a minute. I thought that I went the wrong way on that one. Okay. Romania. That's right. Question number 14. You have two more to go, okay? All right. What Irish band features a Nobel Peace Prize nominee on the lead vocals? Not multiple choice. Oh, yeah. That's a Google all the way. Google all the way? Yeah. You have eight seconds to Google the answer, and your time starts now. Oh, my gosh. Is this... Am I a dingbat? Really? It's you, too? <laughs> You're not a dingbat. It is you, That's too. That's so obvious, but you think Irish. I w- you don't think of that. That's correct. That yes. is so correct. That is a great question. Brandon, well done on your part. Great preparation. That was a good question. Thanks to uh, Lord Google, you got it correct. <laughs> yes. Last question here, and this is also not multiple choice. Scientists over the last few years have been cautious of the possibility of a supervolcano Located underneath what American National Park? Um, I believe it's Yellowstone, actually. Yellowstone? Is that Yellowstone? Yeah, I'm going to say Yellowstone. All right. The guess is Yellowstone. And it Uh is Yellowstone. It is. Okay. (laughs) With the delay, I'm like, oh, no, it's wrong. Uh, That's correct. Yes. Uh, after the main round, you have 14 out of 15. Perfect. Well, almost. Give you a little applause it's- to make you feel good. You did really well. Only a few people have gotten a score this high. So nice. it, was, it was the damn goat that got me. The damn goat. It's always, always the damn goat. Last question. This is a bonus question, okay? So okay. it's the end of the season. After this, we got to tally up who the top players were. Um, to rank everybody. So I will tell you, uh, there were other people with your score. So this will matter. Okay. So Jillian, in 20 seconds, I want you to name seven of the top 10 highest paid actors, so male actors in the world in 2015, according to Forbes. And your time starts now. Okay, so Ben Affleck, uh, George Clooney. um, Oh, gosh. Tom Cruise, uh, Robert De Niro, uh, Five Kevin seconds. Spacey. Um, this is so bad. Keanu Reeves. I don't know. <laughs> Did I say Leonardo DiCaprio? He has to be up there. You didn't say it. Um, Keanu was the last one you got. I was my, the one that I knew for sure. Oh, That's, well. That is all right. Don't worry about it. You only need a few. You know, you just get as many as you can. All right, let's let's go over the answers, okay? And then we'll compare what you got with the actual answer. So this is in the world. Number 10, according to Forbes, was Mark Wahlberg with 32 million. Huh. Marky Mark. My Marky Boston Mark. Boy. I should have I given him. Yeah, he's from, is he from Boston? He's a Boston boy. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Okay, this next one is a foreign actor, Akshay Kumar. I don't know what he's in. 
Obviously, this is worldwide, so he makes a lot of money. Not here, $32.5 million. Number seven, Salam Khan. Again, not somebody I'm familiar with. This is the last weird one. Amitabh Bakanen. I don't know. Just move past it. Tom Cruise. You got Tom Cruise. Number six. Okay. Number five. Oh, our good friend Adam Sandler. Oh boy. Number yeah. four, Bradley Cooper. And he's got at uh, 41 million. So, number three, and, uh, man, these were tough. Vin Diesel. Who would have known? Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah, it's the year for him. That yeah. makes sense. Number two, Jackie Chan, still at 50 million. Oh, God. Wow. Again, who? nobody blames you for not getting these. Number one, and he has been at number one for a while, Robert Downey Jr. Mr. Iron Man. Really? Mm -hmm. Of course, Iron Man. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I should have. He's been raking it in for a few years. That is okay. So you have a combined score at the end of the game of 14.1. Congrats. Well done. That is an awesome score. Well, Jillian, thanks so much for playing. You did really well. What are you going to take away from this experience? I'm going to take away the sound of a goat. I'm going to be thinking about the goat versus the sheep and um, how to scream like a sheep, I guess. It's not scream like a goat. Oh, that goat. That That sheep got you good. Uh, Well, you did really well. (laughs) Thanks for playing. And uh, maybe we'll see in the playoffs. We'll see. Well, thanks for listening to this entire season of Podcast Game Show. The regular season's over. That was episode 20. Now we're going into the playoffs, and I'm really excited to tell you that Jillian just got in there at the last second. She beat out a previous contestant for the fourth highest score, so the playoffs are going to be Jillian Vorse versus Nick Cullen, and then Wes Schaefer versus Nick Loper. They're going to face off head-to-head in two more episodes, and then the winner of each of those will face off to be the ultimate champion of season two. That's really exciting. I love doing this. This part of the sh- this part of the season is a lot of fun. So stay tuned for that. And that's it. Congrats to Jillian. Really fun contestant. Really smart. You can find links to her book, 2020 Mindsight, all of her websites and uh, social media stuff on the show notes page for this episode, which is just podcastgameshow.com forward slash Vorce, V-O-R-C-E. Now come back next time as the playoffs begin and Nick Cullen takes on Jillian Vorse for a seat in the championship game. See you then.